Gilbert, let's talk about the other team in Los Angeles, the LA Rams. By the way, Gilbert, fun fact, there was only one free agent signing in by both teams in LA, and that was Eric Kendricks. No other free agent signing happened in the city of Angels, so uh, definitely an interesting uh, stat there. But now we move to the LA Rams, a team that kind of feels like they're rebuilding. Obviously, they won their Super Bowl. They won it at home. So, hey, you take a Super Bowl over all the problems that they have now. Uh, Jalen Ramsey traded. Bobby Wagner cut. Aaron Donald, Matthew Stafford, and Cooper Cup are still on this team. But, Gilbert, give me some of the holes that you think the Rams need to address. Yeah, I'm glad you said some you know positions they need to fill because if I say all of them, it's going to be a long show. And it's a it's, it's going to be like Santa's not your nice list. Pretty much. And it's very inexperienced on the defensive side. And I wouldn't be surprised if this team is tanking for Kayla Williams or uh, Drake May, right, from North Carolina. But uh, they have some talent there, you know, with the Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald to be somewhat in the mix, maybe like seven wins. I don't know. And that might take you out of the, the race for first or, or whatever, second, whatever you want there. So, you know what, let me narrow it down. And one, I'm going to start off with offense and I'm going to end on defense because there's so many holes on defense. And like I mentioned, they already have Cup there. Uh, and Stafford and your boy Stetson Bennett, I guess. We'll see what happens with him. There you go. But uh, I am still surprised they are banking on Joe Nopum to be the left tackle, the starting left tackle. He really struggled in his first year to be the full-time tackle to replace uh, Andrew Whitworth. And I know they got some some help on the offensive line, but that was, uh, Steve Avila is more for the interior. I think they got a tackle later on, but he's, how's that going to help you? Uh, and you see like the team like the Chiefs. You mentioned it a while ago, Fernando, or at least off-air. Uh, how the Chiefs got uh, Donovan Smith, right, to play left tackle, a veteran guy. At least, you know, get some insurance there while you see if Joe no – like, Joe Nopin just he ruptured his Achilles. Can he be ready for week one? I know uh, Alaric Jackson was okay as a tackle there, but also he had, like, a, a, pulmon a pulmonary embolism or maybe, like, a blood clot, and that's also risky. Like you're banking on two guys coming off an injury. Uh, so that, to me, is very concerning. I, I don't know how you feel about that, Fernando. Guy, you know, just waiting for your left tackle to be, you know, healthy – and like they gotta have some kind of veteran experience right at, at the tackle position. Yeah, no, you you have to go get somebody at least uh, just in case. I mean, you just never know what's gonna happen. But also, not just that the the fact that um, the fact that you you like you said he struggled. Maybe you bring in a veteran to kind of get in his ear and maybe help him out a little bit. But uh, but yeah, it is a little concerning that they're waiting for that because. We already saw what happened to Matthew Stafford last year, and, and we've talked about it all offseason. They need to protect Matthew Stafford if they're serious about, obviously, having a good season, but at the same time as well, protecting your quarterback. They need to protect him. Yeah, so it could be a long year for Matthew Stafford, who uh, he's not a human's jugs machine anymore. That's what he said. He lost some uh, zip on that fastball. But hopefully wow. for him, he's doing okay. That's surprising but, uh, that somebody would, like a quarterback would admit that. Yeah, but it was noticeable on the field, and they weren't really attacking down the field. So it's going to be a very different offense. I'm going to, I think I'm going to play a lot of quick game and sideline to sideline kind of stuff, not pushing down the field, which could be a disaster, but we'll figure it out uh, once we see the Rams in action. And then moving to defense, it's, it's, a, it's a lot. I mean, Victor have been talking about it in House of Horns. Check out House of Horns. Uh, shout out if you watched the draft recap. I, we saw some comments and some good views there, so we appreciate that. Uh, and yeah, it's going to be a very inexperienced edge rushing group. And I think it's a critical position on an NFL roster. And when you're going to rely on Michael Hoyt, who confirmed he's going to be playing full-time edge rusher, like it got so bad last year for now that they were hurting an edge rusher. They just told Michael Hoyt, you're kind of like in behind the depth chart on the interior defensive line. We like what you're doing in practice. You want to just give it a try at edge. And he actually balled out. So you're going to give him another chance there, but he was on draft the guy. 
I don't know. You can't expect that guy to be your number one edge rusher. And then uh, Byron, Byron Young, I want to say he was a third-round draft pick. Uh, yeah, third-round draft pick out of Tennessee, a good edge rusher. Uh, you know, I've seen some good, some good highlights on him. Uh, Victor compared on Blender Floyd. But, you know, when you're kind of the slimmer side and you get to rely more at athleticism, it kind of takes you a while to get used to the, the powerful tackles in the, in the NFL. So they're going to be really hurting edge rusher. Uh, but Fernando, I guess, have you heard of these guys, Byron Young and Michael Hoyt? Because it might be a struggle for, for the edge rushers. Michael Hoyt had like six, seven sacks last year, didn't he? Yeah, something like that. I, I yeah, I remember you, you talked about him. I rem- Oh, you know what? When uh, when Vic was out mm-hmm. and, I, and I covered for him at House of Horns, I remember you mentioned him a couple of times, and and uh, I saw a little bit of film from him, and I thought like he was explosive, uses his hands well. So, uh, def- obviously, I'm not a, I'm not a Dan and Dago scout, but uh, <laughs> I saw the way he used his hands, and I thought that was pretty uh, interesting to see. Um, so, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, they, I mean, if you can't get to the quarterback, you're just gonna let him chill back there, and he's gonna have all day to to uh, kind of carve you up. So I definitely think that the Rams, and especially in the division that the Rams play, I mean, you're gonna need to, you're gonna need to get, um, you're gonna need to rush the passer, especially because this year they play the Eagles, the Saints. Even though I mean, Derek Carr is still, uh, if he has time, he's gonna be able to pick you apart. They play the Cleveland Browns, the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, Green Bay Packers again, Baltimore Ravens, uh, Cincinnati Bengals, Indianapolis Colts. So all these guys. You're gonna to need to be able to rush the passer. If not, you're gonna get picked apart. So, uh, pass rush is a, a need for the Rams. Yeah, and the more I discuss this roster, the more I think about they might be in the race for Caleb Williams. But it's just, it's hard I to kind of. Yeah, and, and, it, it, it's a two for one deal. Every pretty uh, night. If Caleb Williams gets drafted to the Rams, that USC head coach uh, might become. If Sean McVay goes to TV, he could be elevated too. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> uh, but by the way, Stetson Bennett was, I think, the first quarterback draft pick for Sean McVay in, in his uh, time with the Rams. I was actually, I did not know that stat. Really? A couple days ago. So they really like the kid. But uh, yeah, quarterback is not a need yeah. unless uh, Stafford's <laughs> arm falls off in camp. But we'll see. And then uh, the last one, I know there's a lot of holes in the safety cornerback group. They have some young guys in Kobe Durant, Darion Kendrick, your boy Russ Yeast, Quentin Lake. Uh, so. Some promising guys, very young, but we'll see. I'm just confused about inside linebacker. I know you don't play as many linebackers anymore. It's a devalued position. And and last year, Ernest Jones, he's a one-quality starter on an inside linebacker or even player. Ernest Jones had to wait behind. He was supposed to be a promising second-year player, but he had to wait for Bobby Wagner. He just said, you know what? Get out of here, kid. I'm going to take all your snaps. Uh, when you go into whatever nickel or dime, you don't play a second linebacker. And he was just waiting on the bench for personnel reasons. Now they have nobody behind them to make it up to the kid because uh, you have no competition. Go play all the snaps there. So, uh, Fernando, if you look at the depth chart at inside linebackers, a bunch of special team players. And uh, Ernest Jones, uh, he's got to stay healthy because you're going to be really hurting an inside linebacker. But I don't know what to make of it because, again, like I mentioned, personnel-wise, you don't rely on the linebackers too much nowadays. Yeah, and Ernest might have learned a a thing or two from Bobby Wagner. So, definitely, that should uh, play a part in it. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. I mean, and Bobby played, I mean, even though it was his, uh, I think it was like his 10th season, he still played really well. He was, uh, ball hawking sacks, uh, tap making all these tackles. So, um, so yeah, you could tell why Ernest had, had to take a back seat, but, but now that it's, uh, now that it's his show, he better step up. Cause if not, there's definitely somebody, uh, behind him ready to take, uh, ready to take a spot. Like you said, um, Kalichi, yeah, I'm not even gonna try that last name. <laughs> yeah, it's like you said, like there's a lot of players there that are special teams players, but hey, 
you never know when when one can jump out and and uh, actually make some noise. So uh, so Ernest better he better be ready to go because if not, there's always somebody waiting behind uh, you to take your spot. There you have it, Fernando. You know, roster holes for the Rams, and I was being generous. I could have just had the whole defense and uh, even wide receivers kind of a Except little. Except for defensive tackle. Yeah, besides that one. But even his teammates in there are pretty bad, too. But, yeah, when you have Aaron Donald, he's like having three guys. So, you're right. Maybe that one. Uh, but, yeah, it's going to be interesting. The more you, the more we're going to have to discuss this eventually, uh, Victor Producer, uh, do you tank or do you kind of just see what how things go and let the chips fall where they may? But we'll see. <laughs> 